Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is the second part of the subject, Speak the Word. This is part two. And my text is taken from John chapter one, verses one to 14. And my read is from the New International Version. And I read, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of man of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a human or a husband's will, but born of God. The world became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So the Apostle John let us know in John 3 verse 3, through him all things were made and without him nothing was made that has been made. And I'm repeating this verse 3 out of emphasis from lesson 1 last week. So is the word and nothing came into existence without the word. And the Bible let us know the word, which is Papa God, Papa God in form of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, became flesh and dwell among us. For example, um, the example given in Genesis chapter one, God said, let there be light. And the Bible said light appeared after P Papa God spoke the word and God looked and saw light and said that it, is, it was good. So this teaching is created to teach children of God that something happens when God makes an utterance. When God speaks, a physical reality comes after God's word is spoken. And I gave you the two examples above. Something happens, something appears and comes after God made his utterance. What is the something, Pastor Sandra? So you and I need to hear the word. That's basically what I'm saying. You and I need to hear the word from God to task our life. Amen. Um, 
um, and, and children of God, we, we need to hear the word from God first before uh, we can make a, produ a production. What is that something again? It could be our career, it could be ministry calling, it could be marriage, it could be job occupation, it could be having children, studying for a profession, move address, vocation, traveling. We need to hear, it's basically everything that pertains to life and godliness. We need to hear the word first before we start to create. And this is all that this teaching is all about, is to teach you, is to teach you um, how to hear the word. And that we need to hear the word first before we start to create. Why? God has to assemble it together first before we can publish it. And that is God's format that he used to teach. This is the format that God used to teach his children. Why? Because God is the maker and creator of all things. And he knows best for us. He has the software program and the best for everything. And so in verse 3, he said, through him, um, Apostle John said, through him, all things were made. And without him, nothing was made that has been made. So we need to make sure our ministry assignment looks like what he gives to Joshua. And this is the Lord speaking his word and setting out his protocols and ministry assignments, ministry specifications, ministry descriptions, and requirements for the assignment that he has for Joshua. He said to Joshua, Joshua, in Joshua chapter 1, he said, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses is aid. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the, river, the great river Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the West. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Why am I giving you this information, children of God? So number one, you can see Papa God's counsel to Joshua. Number two, so for you to see that it is Papa God that calls Joshua. Moses is eight. And I want you to see that prior to that, Joshua was a nobody. Joshua didn't have a name. He wasn't a pastor or a teacher. He wasn't a prophet, prophet or archbishop. He wasn't a deacon. He wasn't a deliverance minister. The Bible says he was Moses' aid. And aid is someone who provides assistance or relief and help to somebody else. So what am I trying to say to you, children of God? I'm trying to say to you that we need the counsel of Papa God's word for our assignment before we enter into ministry assignment on any undertaking and endeavors 
of ministry assignment, or it could be um, into a marriage covenant. It could be a business venture or projects or a business scheme. It could be for our own career. Why? We need to be sure that God is the one that calls us to take these assignment to usher the move for God's children as he did with Joshua and Moses. You and I need to hear the word before we begin to start something because sometimes it, it could be a mind thing. It just, oh, I just feel like doing this and I feel like doing that. And you jump ahead and you and you you and, and, and you, you, you you start to do it and you put in a lot of investment in it, a lot of time and a lot of money, and you engaged a lot of um 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 other associates and you waste your time, you waste your money, and it almost kill you because God didn't tell you to do it. So this teaching is for you and I to we need to hear the word before we begin to start anything. We need to know if the man is right for us to marry or the woman is right for us to marry. We need the right spouse to take along with us in this huge business venture that the Lord is giving us or, 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 or ordained for us. God has to do the picking of the bride and the groom for his kingdom. We need to have specifications, details on where we must move before we move and change a dress, child of God. Sometimes we say, oh, I'm going to America or I'm going to Canada or I'm going to the United Kingdom. When God wants you to stay in your own country and set up his work there. We need to know before we jump ship. We need the word to grow up our children. We need the word for our children's cooling. Sometimes you want to send this, your child to this school, but God said, no, don't send her there or don't send him there. I want you to send him, stay in the locality, your locality. And sometimes we as parents, we jump ahead because it sounds good. And we send the child all over the place who has to expose themselves to danger, to taxi. We don't know what the transportation system is like. We don't know. So we need the word to put, to hear, to grow up our children. We need the word for our children's schooling. We need the word to put on the media platforms because not everything must be on media platforms. Not everything must be on the media platforms. Some of the things that God gives to you and I is personal. We, mean, we, we, we must keep it and retain it. It's not for the world to know. So this week's teaching is created to tell you why you need to hear the word first because life is in the word and what you create can be calamitous if it is not created by the living word of god there is life in the word children of god and this life is called the god kind of life and and, and you will see below what is the god kind of life so in luke chapter 9 1 to 3 
the Bible let us know when Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. This is the life of God. This is the kingdom kind of life. The ability to drive out demons and cure diseases. This is called the, the life of God. This is the kingdom kind of life that he gave um, uh, us to preach and teach. And Jesus called the twelve and the Bible said he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. This is called the ability to cure diseases, the ability to drive out demons and the authority and the power to do so. This is called the victorious kind of living. And child of God, victorious kind of living doesn't mean I've got a yacht and I can and I can and I can use my yacht and it takes me to another country. I can have a Caribbean cruise. Yes, that is good. But we're talking about the ability. Yes, victorious kind of living comes with power and authority. Yes, to drive out demons and to cure sickness and to cure diseases. When you are cured and you have a healthy body, then you can use your yacht to travel the world. Yes, this is called the victorious kind of living. Why? Because God has not given power and authority to, to, to be, 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 the victorious kind of living is because God has given power and authority to the believer to drive out all demon, demons. Yes, and God has not only given power and authority to the believer to drive out all demons, but he has given the believer or children of God the cure. We have the cure. We have the cure, children of God. And this is what he has sent me to tell you, to announce that we have the cure. We have the cure for sickness. We have the cure for diseases. We have the cure for viruses, for bugs, for ailments, for, for, for witchcraft, for insecurity, for strands. For the coronavirus, we have the cure. Can't you see they can't find the coronavirus? We have the cure. You and I are made victorious over everything, even before we start the battle, child of God. This is because of what Jesus has done. This is what is called the victorious kind of living. You only just want to believe it. Our life is now a life of walking in faith, and victory because of what Jesus has done. Yes, you have to walk in faith and victory and believe what Jesus has done. And Jesus knew that. And that is the reason why Jesus sent the disciples out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. In verse 3, Jesus said to them, I'm repeating again, take nothing for the journey, Jesus says, no staff. No bag, no bread, no money, no extra tunic. Why? The kingdom has already made provision of all your care and acquisitions, spiritually and, and physically. So there's no need to take um, stuff and bag and bread and money and tunic on your journey. And if you believe me, if you don't believe me, children of, read it for yourself. 
He said in Mark 16, 17, and these signs will accompany those who believe. So if you believe what I've just said, he said the next thing that will follow you if you believe by faith, he said signs will accompany you. He said these signs will accompany you, those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. What do they use to drive out demons, children of God? Isn't it the living word of God living on the inside of you? The unseen, living in the scene, without leaving the scene. That is what he, use. he uses to drive out demons. Verse 17, he said, they will speak in new tongues. Are they that speak with power? New tongues. New tongues are they that speak with power and authority in the Holy Ghost. That's new tongues. Because it's not you speaking. It's the power and the authority on the inside of you speaking. Speaking new tongues. He said in verse 18, they will pick up snakes with their hands. In Exodus chapter 7, um, um, I think it's from verse 2, the Bible let us know Aaron's staff became serpent and swallowed up the enemy's staff that became a serpent. As he picked it up, it swallowed it up. Apostle Paul, the Bible let us know in, in Acts chapter 28, he said, Paul shook the viper that fastened himself upon him in the lake of fire and suffer no harm. Can you see that, uh, um, children of God? He shook off the viper. These are people, apostles that believe. He said signs and wonder will follow them. The Bible said Paul shook the viper that fastened himself upon him in the lake of fire and suffer no harm. He said, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick people and they will recover. Wow! So the word given to you and I needs to be manifest. Yes? The word needs to manifest something. It needs to show something. So I'm going to give you an, another scripture, another story, and then we close. In Matthew chapter 8, it's the face of the centurion. Because for you to manifest signs and wonder, you need to believe Jesus. You need to have faith. You need to, to believe that um, he is the son of God. He died for your sin. He, and he bore all of your sins on the cross. Or he took it to the cross with him. And he bore it on the cross. And you need to believe that he, had, he made an exchange on the cross. You need to believe that he became sin. He became you. And he gave to you righteousness. It's as if you have done nothing wrong. You and I. Because he has exchanged himself. He bore all our sins. He took everything that was hurled at him. That the enemy said we were. He took them all. He took them all. He bore them. And he gave us the exchange. We are the righteousness of God. And, and it's the right, we are the righteousness no matter what the enemy says. We are our past, present, and future sin. 
We are righteousness. He paid the price for it. Past sin, present sin, and future if you sin, righteousness. You're the righteousness. So the centurion man understood this. He understood the power and authority. And you're going to, he said, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for, her, for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. But just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority. With soldiers under me, I tell this one to go and he goes. And that one to come and he comes. I say to my servant, do this and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, with Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of God. Why was Jesus so ecstatic at the centurion words? Because the centurion was speaking language of the kingdom. What is language of the kingdom that, that Jesus preaches? Faith. Faith. Faith is understanding who you are in Christ Jesus. The Bible said those who know the God they serve, they shall be strong and they shall do exploit. Faith is understanding who is in charge. And the centurion understood the use of his authority and what authority was. He said, I'm a man under authority. I'm one of those that you're talking about. And he said, um, he knew all he needs to hear was for Jesus to speak the word. And that would be it. He said, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one to go and he goes. That one to come and he comes. I say to my servant, do this and he does it. So child of God, I'm using this example that you and I have some serious talking to do. We have some serious proclamations to make. We have some serious, serious decree to decree. You and I need to announce who we are in Christ Jesus, like the this, this centurion did. He said, I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one to go and he goes. So you and I need to tell anything that you know coming against you or to spoil you or your future or your home, your career, your children, your marriage. You need to tell them to go to hell. You need to return them to sender. Return to sender. He said, and I tell one to come, and he comes. So you and I need to call back. Tell him to call back your peace. Tell your peace to come back in your life, in your marriage. Call your joy back. Call back your health that the enemy is trying to steal from you. Call it back. Call back your healing. Jesus paid the price for it. 
Call your deliverance and your breakthrough back. Call them back. Tell them to come back. Tell them that Papa God has paid for it. You're not having it. Your account is clean. Your health account is clean. Call it back. He said, I said to my servant, do this. And he does it. Tell the blood of Jesus to do something for you. Tell the fire of the Holy Ghost to do something for you. Tell them, tell the fire and the blood to locate and speak to all your enemies. Speak to your adversaries. Speak to the one that lay waste at noonday, waiting to devour you. Speak to your foes and your op opponents and the powers and rulers of darkness that, that are pursuing you. Tell the blood to speak to them. Tell the fire of the Holy Ghost to speak to them. Speak to that spiritual host of wickedness that will not give you rest. Tell the blood to speak to them. The witches, the wizards, tell the blood to pursue them vigorously, re relentlessly, until they are destroyed. You need to tell them, we have some serious talking to do, child of God. Everything that is coming against you, tell them the blood to locate and destroy, and destroy, destroy them. So I'm going to pray. So Father God, we thank you for this teaching. And the Bible said without knowledge, the people will perish. And we thank you for this teaching in letting us know who we are in Christ Jesus. We thank you for the living word, the word becoming flesh and dwell among us. We thank you for the word that is living on the inside of us. The unseen living in the scene without leaving the scene. We thank you for the authority and power that you have given us in the word. And the Bible said you gave this power and authority to the disciples to drive out all demons and to cure sickness. I pray, Father God, that your children will believe that they carry the core, the cure. They have the cure. They can speak the cure. They said, he said life and death is on the power of his tongue. So he can speak to the cure to that sickness, to that disease to that ailment. You can speak the cure to root out and throw down, uproot and dismantle and destroy and scatter all the powers of the enemy. We bind every satanic movement or satanic interference and restriction that is planned against our lives and our families, our children, our ministry, our careers in Jesus' name. We wipe all plans Contrary to the plan of God for our lives by the blood of Jesus, in Jesus' name, we speak a blessing over everyone that came into contact with this teaching in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. And child of God, just to remind you again to forward this, this uh, message to your contacts. Pass them. Share it with your contacts. And there's life in the word. Life in the word. Life in the word of God. He said, he that hath the son hath life. And, and he said, faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. Share this word with your contacts. This is your little way of propagating the gospel. 
in Jesus' name. God bless you until you hear from me again. Pastor Sandra, zooming out in Jesus' name. God bless.